website. There you go. I'm doing well. Thank you so much. I am, yeah, elephant guy, and I'm not the comedian. I was that's a different Andrew Schultz. I was muted. Okay, I was muted for them, not for you. <laughs> but okay, I what I said was I don't know. I didn't know if he was watching the intro. But yes, you are not the comedian. <laughs> you are that the PhD student from Georgia Tech who just did his qualifying exams this past week, which is yes. awesome. He's had he's had a week, you guys. He's had a long I, week. <laughs> yeah, it was an interesting week to say the least. But thank you so much for being here with us today. We've already raised one hundred and eighty-one dollars. Oh, that's awesome! Pardon Smart. me, two hundred and thirty-one dollars. Celeron with the fifty dollars. Wow. Thank you so much. Okay. So, do you want me to talk a little bit about the trust? That would be wonderful. So, uh, it's common for a lot of people think about uh, with African elephants things like poaching, yes, uh, and different. Uh, things that happen to elephants in Africa, but another very common thing is uh, traps that are set out for small game, like uh, uh, like hoofstock, which is kind of like uh, the deer and things like that of Africa. Elephants will get their trunk and their feet stuck in. And so unfortunately, um, a lot of times adult elephants will pass away. But what the trust does is they help uh, basically rehabilitate uh, orphaned elephants into the wild. And they don't actually just work with elephants. They also have uh, rhinos, I believe, impalas. Uh, and they basically res rescue orphaned animals in East Africa and then reintroduce uh, them into the wild when they believe that they're ready. So wow. they do, they have a lot of really awesome, uh, you can follow them on Twitter and they have a really awesome videos they post uh, every day. And what's cool is you can actually adopt uh, you can essentially like adopt an elephant. And if you ever go visit uh, their project uh, in Africa, if you adopt an elephant, you can, I believe I'm getting this right, you can watch uh, them put the elephants to bed at night. So it's That's a pretty so cool, cool. Yeah, it's a pretty cool organization to uh, donate to. And it's awesome that so many people are already uh, uh, passionate about it. But yeah, it's uh, something, uh, if a statistic that is kind of, uh, very sad is uh, in, I believe, Africa in the last 50 years, 90% of the elephant population um, has gone. So they've gone from uh, 5 million to 500,000. Uh, oh my since gosh. The beginning of the 20th century. I didn't so, know that. Yes. That's insane. And I, I will say for all the people that are going to ask questions, most of the work I do is with African elephants. Uh, mm -hmm. I haven't done a lot with. Uh, Asian elephants, but I'll try and answer all I can in terms of that. Okay. So. Okay. Awesome. So you guys, and and super genius with the twenty two dollars at two hundred fifty three dollars. Thank you guys so much. Um, that's awesome. For those donations, that's that's so cool. Um, I did. I linked here. I'll link it one more time. I linked the the adopt adopt an orphan tab on their on their website. Is what it's called. That's super super cool. Um, okay, great. So super relevant organization for what for what we're gonna be talking about um i've told them a little bit i know i don't remember how i found your twitter but i know that i saw some post and i went to your bio and it just says phd elephant trunk physics <laughs> i was like what yeah. the heck is that <laughs> like that's so cool what it, what does that mean 
So essentially what my research is, is I'm a mechanical engineer by trade. Uh, I did my undergraduate in engineering and math, but my uh, research is focused on understanding how the elephant moves its trunk. So uh, they appendages, their uh, trunk can get up to about uh, seven to eight feet long, uh, depending on um, if it's male or female, how old the elephants are. And uh, and it has no bone or anything besides muscle in it. So we are studying the elephant trunk to understand how it can apply to robotics. Oh my so gosh. that is the application of it. And so we do, uh, we do research here in Atlanta um, in collaboration with the Zoo Atlanta, as well as uh, we're hoping to do uh, field work in uh, South Africa at Adventures with Elephants. Um, eventually. So uh, I was there this summer doing a little bit of a like pre-field work um, and got to see some really awesome uh, elephants. So they have a herd of seven elephants there. Uh, but that's kind of what my main research project is focused on. So a common thing a lot of people have heard is that elephant trunks have like 10,000 to 40,000 muscles. Mm -hmm. uh, I will say we'll debunk that. That's never actually been... Uh, studied but that's something that we're trying to find out so that was actually a estimation made by like a 17th century uh, french philosopher and he's like oh the trunk has forty thousand muscles and so that's kind of continued from there so wow but yeah cool okay so back to what you were saying about robotics um this this science mag video that you tweeted yeah. a while ago. Um, would you mind if I showed this to them? Because I watched it today. I think it's really cool and it kind of shows yeah. what... Is that the one with the tortilla chip? Yes. Yeah. Okay, let me do that. Um, I'll mute you for a second and then I will cool. I'll play this and I'll let you know when it's... Well, you might have the stream open, so you'll see I have the stream open, All right, so I'll, cool. I'll okay. Um, all right, guys, let's check this out. So crazy. okay so cool yeah that's right so that was done uh so i'm continuing the work of a previous postdoc that was in our lab and most of that uh, work was done by him but yeah so all of those videos were taken um, with our collaboration uh at the zoo atlanta so there's two uh female african elephants and one male uh, so there's mishola who's a 30 year old male and then Kelly and Tara are 35 and 36 year old female African elephants that we do our research with. How long do they live? Do elephants live for? 
So I believe uh, 60 to 70 years old uh, is um, how long they live. So it's uh, unfortunately that's uh, for males. They have a shorter life expectancy because their tusks grow longer. And so because um, of ivory and uh, poaching, um, they, their life expectancy is, is uh, shorter, yeah. I believe. But uh, there's these cool pictures, if you Google, uh, called Big Tuskers, which essentially are these male elephants where their tusks can all the, almost reach all the way to the ground. And they're usually in their 60s. And there's only, I believe, four or five that are still living. Whoa. So, yeah. That's crazy. Yeah, so oh you see, gosh. those are called uh, big tuskers, and so their uh, their trunks can essentially reach all the way uh, all the way to the ground. It's that's um, so it's pretty cool. Crazy. So, how how did you get into this <laughs> specifically, <laughs> like uh, so, elephants? So I was looking. Uh, I wanted to get my PhD in something that was not traditional uh, engineering, uh, and. I really wanted something that was math focused uh, as that's something I did in my undergraduate degree and really liked. And so I was applying to different schools and I met my advisor uh, here at Georgia Tech's name is Dr. David Hu. And he has done some really interesting things on biomechanics which uh, or biomimicry, which is getting inspiration from animals um, and uh, getting to do science and experiments with them. And so uh, he, I had some ideas and I had some ideas for continuing the elephant um, project, but uh, we went from there. So I got to go on a trip with my mom uh, probably eight or nine years ago uh, to South Africa and we got to go see some uh, African elephants. And since that, I really thought they were just fascinating animals. And so it's something that I wanted to pursue. And uh, that's kind of how I got into it. But yeah. I mean, if you had asked me two years ago what I would be doing and you said I'd be doing elephant trunk physics and mm -hmm. working on elephant and panda conservation. I would have told you you're crazy, but that's sometimes how life works. Monkey with $50 and sniper with $20. Thank you guys so oh, much. That's insane. Um, that's right. So you also have done stuff with, with giant pandas, right? So that's a, pr that's a pretty new project uh, that's up and coming. So uh, one of the cool opportunities at Georgia Tech is my advisor and I were able to start essentially a course called... Uh, the science and engineering of animal uh, reintroduction and conservation. And so what this is about is bringing people who are in the STEM community uh, together to help uh, them use their different talents and what they've learned in undergraduate, uh, in their undergraduate degree for a project-based course that's focusing on how can we help animals and how can we help conservation. So uh, part of that has been working on human-elephant conflict and another part of that is working on panda conservation. So what we're looking at on the human elephant conflict side is how can we mitigate uh, crop rating? So it's a very common thing in Africa for elephants can eat, uh, I think, 150 to 250 pounds of food a day. Oh, my gosh. So if you have a herd of elephants, they can clear out a, a family farm in a single night. And so, oh, my gosh. Yeah. So what's, what's currently used is they use these things called... There's a lot of things that are used, but uh, chili bombs, where they literally light a giant dung ball of chili uh, on fire, and it smells so bad 
it makes the elephants turn away. Uh, but they're using different methods and we're trying to combine some of the methods um, in order to successfully uh, help uh, farmers mitigate these things. So a lot of people are looking at human elephant conflict, but we're trying to look at it more from uh, how can undergraduates in a uh, like senior design kind of built course uh, help with that. So that's, that's so the cool. elephant side. Yeah, it's awesome. Neat. Okay, so going back to that video a little bit, we watched, I, I think it's an easy thing for people to latch on to. It's literally the title of this video is, um, or the, the headline. Yeah, watch an elephant pick up a tortilla chip with her trunk without breaking it. Um, so yeah, in that video, awesome. were you a part of making that video? Were you there? No, I was not. So I was brought on after, uh, a little bit after that. But so what? what's amazing, one of the prime differences between African elephants and Asian elephants is um, on the very end of their trunk, African elephants have two digits or two fingers, if you will. So they kind of have an opposable thumb, whereas Asian elephants um, have not developed. The, uh, they just basically have a ball of uh, cartilage and then only one finger. And so African elephants can do things like pick up dimes, pick up peanuts, uh, and what uh, Wu, the postdoc, uh, previously was looking at is how can an elephant pick up a tortilla chip without, uh, like, could it pick up an object without breaking it? And mm -hmm. if you've ever played the minute to win it game where you have to, like, pick up pennies with a straw, that's yes. basically how they do it. Is so okay. they, they flatten their trunk out and they use suction, kind of like when you um, use a straw to pick up a penny, and they're able to lift it off the ground. Okay. And so we're looking at how uh, they're able to do that, but it's pretty amazing. So Kelly, who's in the video, her trunk is about, I think, 250 pounds, and that tortilla chip is like 30 grams. So that's they're able crazy. to... That's crazy. So that's what the scale was, yeah. was for then. Yes. And we've done uh, some other experiments that are rather new where we had an elephant pick up a barbell um, that everything that weighs up to 130 um, pounds so we they have can like pick a, up 130 pounds yep easily what <laughs> so if they're if they're motivated they can bulldoze trees so males uh for fun um will uh bulldoze uh trees uh, in africa <laughs> so oh my god yeah. oh my god that's scary. very intimidating yeah, yeah. Okay, so was your first experience with elephants in South Africa with your mom then? Yeah, so uh, we were uh, we were in Kruger National Park, which is a uh, which is a conservation park in East uh, uh, South Africa, and it's also, I believe, um, in two other countries. But it's a, a giant um, national park, and uh, all the um, blanket statement, but I think basically all the animals there are free roaming. Mm -hmm. So uh, if you're, you can drive, but all of your windows have to be closed. So if you've ever seen videos of elephants like chasing a car or something like that, mm -hmm. um, it might have probably been in Kruger uh, National Park. So that's where we first got to see uh, some African elephants. Yeah. Okay, cool. Someone in chat asked, um, why ro for robotics, why are they looking to elephants to copy and not human hands. I think you've touched on that a little bit. So if you think of like a situation where you have uh, a building that collapses and you have all of these like uh, tight spaces to maneuver through, well, a traditional robot 
Uh, you think of like the robot dance, right? You have all of these like uh, joints that are moving and uh, an elephant trunk can essentially move without any of that bone structure. So mm -hmm. we're, what we're trying to understand is how can they move this uh, like five or six uh, foot long appendage in a way uh, that can maneuver. If you Google uh, Festo, F-E-S-T-O, elephant robot, you can kind of see a picture of. Oh, whoa. What yeah. is this? I saw a picture of this on, I don't remember where, but. So that first picture is a really, really awesome one. And so what they're looking at is um, the Festo Corporation is looking at essentially um, a, uh, a uh, appendage that mimics how the elephant trunk uh can behave and you see it has all of those little um those little parts that are uh behaved similar to like how an elephant trunk is able to so what these things are uh what our inspiration is is it's called soft robotics and it's essentially making robots that are not made of traditional like uh metal materials like uh you think of when you when you think of like terminator i think a bunch of people in your chatter talking about terminator yeah yeah. So, yeah whoa this is crazy monkey yeah. with another 50 dollars oh my gosh oh, awesome. how can we be sure this elephant robot won't become sentient okay <laughs> all right this I, is... I, that, that's out of my uh <laughs> um, out of my scope of study yeah that's fair that is so cool Oh my gosh. Yeah, so it's it's a really interesting uh it's a really interesting project and it's had a lot of uh cool um opportunities uh and it's something that is pretty uh has remained pretty unexplored. So previously a lot of the research has been done with octopi. Uh-huh. And they're looking cuz um octopuses, uh elephant trunks and hu uh human tongues are all these fancy named muscular hydrostats, which essentially means um, a purely musculature appendage. So you think about our arms, um, our head, etc. They are all essentially, they have these bones and you have cartilage, uh, but um, not any of those things. And so those are the three main things that are studied to get inspiration for this. Yeah. So, um, so Sanex with $10 asked, what's the average trunk size? Um, of an elephant. I think you talked, isn't it like seven or is that what you're Yeah, so about? it's, so, uh, let's see. So Kelly is a 36-year-old, 34-year-old female African elephant, and I think her trunk is six and a half feet long. Mashola, okay. Mashola is a 30-year-old male, and his trunk's like seven feet long. So it depends. Uh, a cool little fun fact, though, is um, it's probably the cutest picture I've tweeted is um, so when elephants it. are born uh, it takes them about one to two years to, I was literally uh, going to ask you this I have it yeah. bookmarked uh, <laughs> I have this too bookmarked it, it, uh, it takes them about one to two years to actually understand how to use their trunk so um, adult elephants will use their trunks like a basically like a straw like if you've ever put a straw in the water and you plug one end and you take it out because of the pressure uh, the water stays there, uh -huh. but uh, baby elephants don't know how to do that, so they just stick their whole head in the water. <laughs> that is the cutest thing and, I've ever and, seen. Yeah, oh my it's gosh. Pretty awesome. 
I was and going so, I was going through your Twitter today and this is the only tweet that I have bookmarked ever. Because <laughs> I was like, I need to ask him about this. It is oh my it is very, very adorable. And so if you've ever seen those videos of like baby elephants like helicoptering their uh, their trunk around, it's the same thing. They don't really know how to use it. Uh-huh. Um, and uh, and yeah, it's it's pretty it's pretty cool. So and they're the the baby elephants are absolutely adorable. So they take a while to mature, then, huh? Because this like uh, yeah, well, this is the, so small. It also uh, the mo- the uh, I think it takes the mom twenty uh, over two years to have the baby. Holy I think cow! I think it's like a twenty six month pregnancy. Oh my don't, gosh, what a Don't nightmare. quote me on that, but yeah. <laughs> um, That's yeah. so crazy. Yeah. Brandon, um, Brandon with $5. I appreciate that, dude. Thank you. Um, chat, what questions do you guys have? I know some of you had some questions coming in um, about, about this, besides that. <laughs> um... Yeah, ignore it. I'll, I'll read you the good questions. Don't read it. <laughs> Just don't read it. Um, don't do elephants die of old age because their teeth stop being affected and they can't feed anymore. Yes, it's really so sad. I didn't so know that. What happens is, is their teeth fall out and they're no longer able to. So they have giant molars uh, because they're uh, they're herbivores and so they don't need any canines or anything. Uh, like we have and so they uh their teeth fall out and they're not able to uh, essentially chew on things and so unfortunately when elephants die in the wild a lot of times they essentially starve to death oh my gosh that's horrible i did not know that um and then somebody also asked uh if you have any memorable what memorable experiences with elephants i'm sure there are plenty so hmm so what's one of the strange okay so i'll start with one of the strangest ones so when an elephant is away from a herd for a long time um long time being like 30 or 45 minutes when they come (laughs) back uh they do something that's called a reunion okay and if you've seen like the intro of lion king you know when they're panning and circle of life's playing and the elephants like throw their uh their trunks up and they um they trumpet and things like that. That's kind of um, what a reunion is. However, an additional thing elephants do when they have a reunion is they all go to the bathroom at the exact same time. Why? So, <laughs> do you I know? don't really know. <laughs> okay. But if you ever experience a reunion, it's like really cool and really horrifying at the exact same time. <laughs> okay. Um, but that's, uh, that's one of the most interesting experiences, um, I've had with elephants. And another story that comes to mind is, uh, they're very, very strong and, um, they really, uh, like to have fun. And so, uh, a lot of, I, I guess it's, it might not be that, but they can eat a pumpkin whole. So oh. like a giant pumpkin, yeah. um, they feed them um, pumpkins uh, um, around fall, uh, and elephants actually love pumpkins, um, and they'll just throw the whole thing in their mouth and chomp down on it. It's kind of like if you've ever seen that hippo 
that hippo video that went viral of them throwing a, a yeah, watermelon. Yeah, it's the watermelon. Oh, that video is nuts. Yeah. So, uh, but yeah, I've had quite a few memorable experiences with elephants. And so I got to be in pretty close proximity with some of the ones in uh, South Africa. And that was, that was something that's really cool but also was a little bit uh, intimidating. I think one of them's like my Twitter mm. profile picture or something, but yeah. So, wow. um, but yeah, that was, um, I, they're, they're really incredible animals and uh, we appreciate, uh, and I appreciate them a lot um, and, uh, and kind of, uh, and something you don't realize is, uh, or I guess, everyone talks about them and it's in some rap music is like, you know, elephants never forget. Uh -huh. And they really are really, uh, they're really great at memory. And so uh, they're incredibly smart animals. And this is one of the reasons that it's very difficult for the, uh, what I talked about earlier with human elephant conflict. It's very difficult to find methods that work um, for human elephant conflict because they'll, they're so smart, they'll learn um, how to like, what is the loophole around something like the chili bombs? They'll learn that, oh, if we just go away for two hours mm -hmm. and we come back, yeah. it, it'll be out and then we can go and eat. And so as soon as the uh, matriarch uh, of the herd understands that, then that solution will never work again. So that's something that's pretty common with people um, in your chat might be uh, familiar with elephants are afraid of bees and um I haven't heard Someone that. I saw put uh, ants, but um, I don't believe they're afraid of ants. They're definitely afraid of bees. Mm -hmm. And uh, and the reason is, is uh, the bees um, basically have this alarm pheromone that elephants really don't like. Uh, and so some a really cool thing that um, a place called, what is it called? The, oh, man, the Elephant Foundation, I think, uh, is doing bee fences. And so what farmers are able to do is put beehives around their farm and it helps with pollination they collect honey to sell and it helps keep the elephants from invading their field so that's, that's cool. done by oh who is that done by i'm forgetting this but um but yeah so that's a really cool uh, oh save the elephants so uh it's save the elephants and it's a project uh, that uh is out of uh, is out of kenya that works on the elephants and the bees project so it's Whoa. really it's really cool yeah so monkey tipped 50 dollars again monkey you're oh crazy God. and said so elephants group pee like females when they go to the bathroom that's okay good one um <laughs> appreciate it and raven care with a hundred dollars um wow. raven thank you so much and and raven asked if you've ever been picked up by an elephant <laughs> i have not and i really hope to never it sounds scary that. That's like very yeah. intimidating. Yeah. So if you do experiments with them, like watching them pick up a hundred and thirty-five pound barbell with just the front of their trunk, yeah, like the like seven feet with no effort whatsoever. Yeah. <laughs> That's scary. Yeah. It's a. It it kind of puts things um in uh, in perspective. Okay. Um. So a couple more questions that I saw. We just talked about. Dan, thank you so much for the $3. Um, you said that they're very smart. Um, there is, I've seen it before. I don't know if I've seen it in like on like an Instagram post or something, but the idea of them like respecting the dead or like, like when a member of their herd dies, they like oh, circle yeah. it. 
So, uh, so they have um, really like uh, tight knit groups. So mm-hmm. something to kind of talk about with elephants is first off, herds are all females, um, and uh, and uh, male children. So when elephants basically get into their teenage years um, ish, they go through something called must, which is where their uh, um, testosterone goes up like a hundredfold, and so. Uh, they get so angry and moody that the matriarch will kick them out of the herd. And so when you see a giant elephant herd, it's all females and um, their male children that are, uh, that are pretty must. And so, uh, but um, they, so if something like that happens, uh, I'm sure it's um, due to like a long-term matriarch uh, or something like that passing away. Uh, but they are a very protective species. Mm -hmm. So uh, to give you an example of, so let's say uh, five, a herd of five elephants uh, is in uh, in the wild and uh, one of the elephants gets uh, their trunk trapped um, or something like that in order, so all of the other elephants will protect it. So in order for humans to actually go in and, for humans to go in and be able to remove the trap, a lot of times you have uh, they use uh, tranquilizer darts mm-hmm. on all the elephants because they're so protective yeah. of uh, the one that's injured. And then once they've removed it and they've um, done the medical care they need to, then they um, um, they leave obviously, and then um, everything's good. But yeah, so that's uh, that's something. Uh, I but I again, I'm not a hundred percent sure on. Um, on that, I haven't read too much uh, into it, but I have seen those videos that you talked about. Yeah. Um, so, Nuck tipped $50. Nuck, thank you so much. And asked if we've seen this video. Um, this, it's of an elephant taking this guy's hat off <laughs> and putting it on his head. <laughs> I just wanted to play that because um, Nuck gave a very generous donation. Thank you so much. That was very cute. <laughs> I appreciate that. Um Another question that came up that I I am interested in because I always thought this when I was a kid, but I haven't given it much thought since, is they drink out of their uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. trunks. Yeah, so breathing and drinking. How do they- yeah, so that's something that we're uh, looking into now. But so at the back of their – so if you imagine elephants' nostrils go uh, through their trunk and then basically up – um, into their head and down. And what we think is they have these, uh, like valves, um, that they're able to plug. Um, but it's not something I don't believe that is completely known is how they breathe. If they store water, I will say they never just sit there and hold water, but what Mm -hmm. they can do is they can put their trunk in water, um, suck up water, and then they close those valves. And then that's kind of what holds the water in there for them to put it in their mouth um, in order to drink it. But yeah, so I believe they mainly do breathe through their trunk as well. Uh-huh. Uh, so it's something that's interesting of is if they're actually holding their breath um, while they're drinking, because that would be a very weird thing. Um, yeah. For humans. But that's something. So we have a collaborator uh, that is uh, an anatomist. So she's a um, expert, um, in anatomy and, uh, she's looking into that. Um, but, uh, right now I'm, I'm not, um, completely sure exactly 
how they breathe um, and some things like that. I just know that they have um, those valves in the back of their uh, head to essentially drink water. That's super interesting. Okay. I've, I'd always thought about that. That never made sense to me. Um, Standstill just tipped $500 um, and said, why are people happy? That's that's one of the biggest, I mean, that that's the biggest donation we've gotten here in a while. Um, that's awesome. Standstill 10. Thank you so much. That's insane. Um, so for those of you who are who are just stopping in here, um, we're, we're fundraising today for um, Sheldrick Wildlife Fund. Did I say that? Wildlife Trust. Um, Trust yeah. You can do Command Organ Chat if you wanna if you wanna look at the website. They're doing really important conservation and um, and protection in East Africa primarily. Um, yes. And they have a really cool adopt. Um, adopt an orphan program um, and they have they're really active on social media they have really really great social media accounts so um, you should go check them out you should go follow them as well um, but that's $1,114 um, raised for them today you guys that's, that's so incredible. cool thank you so much um, Dionysus asked are they actually scared of mice or is that a myth <laughs> so I think it's so I Man, that's something I've always wanted to look at because there's that. What is it? It's a. It was a kid, a children's book. I think, as a kid, I saw was yeah, like the elephant. Yeah, I don't remember what it's called, but I know. What you, yeah, I know what you're talking about. Um, and there's also one of like the elephant and the alligator, where an elephant like sucks up an alligator into its trunk. Wait, but, in anyway. Dumbo, Dumbo scared of mice. Really? Okay, so, apparently that's what they think. Uh, I, I'm not sure. Uh, but. They, uh, oh, wh where is I going with this? So they, uh, elephants, they, uh, oh my gosh, Dumbo, come, come, my ADHD brain is. <laughs> no, that's okay. We're, we're used to that here. Um, they're elephants being scared of mice. Oh yeah. So, uh, I don't think so. Uh, I do know that the reason I think, uh, I mean, elephants are afraid of some things, but I don't think they are super afraid of mice. Like, uh, mice might not might be afraid of them, but I don't think that's ever been scientifically tested. It would be really cool um, to uh, to do something like that, but I have yeah. no idea how to how to go about that. I feel like it's got to be dependent on the individual too, huh? Yeah. Like, I I don't I mean I've never I don't know that I've ever actually. I mean, I've seen elephants at zoos, but I've never interacted with one, I don't think. It's um, there. Uh, they definitely are afraid of some things, but definitely not of others. So example yeah. being um, the uh, elephants um, that I work with at the Atlanta Zoo, we talked a little bit about bees earlier. Um, they're not afraid of the native Georgia honeybees. Mm -hmm. um, but all of the elephants in Africa are. So people believe that it's a learned behavior, essentially. So what that means is, right, that like someone got stung and then that elephant told everybody else. And so everyone's learned to stay away. But I don't think that's occurred um, with Kelly and Tara uh, at the zoo. So I don't believe they're uh, they're afraid. Yeah. Um Okay, that makes sense. So Bob asked, um, he asked if the elephant trunk, and bad with $20, thank you so much. Um, would the elephant trunk robots be able to lift as much weight as the real trunks or are the robots primarily focused on being flexible and wiggly rather than strong? 
So that's so that's a thing that's actually that's an awesome question. So that's exactly what we're looking at. So right mm-hmm. now, uh, robots are usually either very strong or very flexible. And okay. so the very strong robots are the super clanky uh, metal ones. Like you've probably seen videos of them, like building uh, cars, right? And they have all of these different arms that can move. Um, however, they're not very flexible like an elephant trunk is. So what we're hoping is to make a combination of the two and seeing how elephants can um, have such flexibility, but also have uh, great strength with their trunk. So that's something that we're trying to design and that's something that we're hoping, um, but that's definitely what the goal of the robot is, is to find something that's equally strong and flexible. Okay, very cool. Um, guys, stop. That was, okay, that was maybe Michigan's question, not Bob's question. I'm sorry, I thought I was being nice by saying good job, Michigan. Um, okay, other questions that we have. Um, can elephants injure their trunks? I would imagine they can. Yes, so uh, there's, there, um, so a lot of elephants, um, and I think some of the ones at the trust actually have injured their uh, trunks in different ways. Uh, like to give you an example, we talked about how elephants drink water kind of like a straw. So uh, there is an elephant um, where I was doing field work that had, uh, I believe, a injury from a poaching incident um, on their trunk and it punctured one of their nostrils. And oh. so the elephant's not actually able to drink water that same way because they can't create the back pressure like uh, like it would be like doing the straw thing, but there's a hole in the straw. Right. Yeah. And so it has to dip um, their uh, most of the trunk into the water in order to do that but yes so they can injure their trunks um it happens uh frequently um with traps so if you think of like something like a bear trap or something like that like we or um or traps that are for smaller game uh it's very easy because that's what elephants kind of uh uh, kind of like um, that's how elephants kind of see what's in front of them uh, sometimes or below them when they eat. It's very easy for them to get their trunks or legs caught. So, uh, yes. However, if an elephant, uh, like if a little bit of an elephant trunks um, has uh, been cut off, they'll uh, utilize different methods in order to uh, uh, do things. So an example of another elephant uh that I was looking at doing field work with, he had lost about the first, I think, foot of his trunk. So he didn't oh. have those fingers on the end. However, oh, what he no. would do is he would sweep food and things like that um, with into one of his legs and basically broom using one of his legs in order to bring it up with the mouth to his mouth. Wow. So they're really, really smart animals, but uh, and so they're able to adapt um, if they're. Uh, if their trunks, um, but I believe there, I believe there's a researcher that's working on creation of like elephant trunk prosthetics uh, mm-hmm. for elephants that um, have the first uh, bit of their trunks um, taken off. But it's a that's, very, I mean, that sounds complicated. Uh, yeah, uh, yeah, I don't, I don't, I don't do that. Um, but they, I mean, it's it's imagine um, if you have like something that you use to essentially uh, eat, drink communicate um it's how they uh feel it's how they uh interestingly they all uh mothers discipline their young using their mm-hmm. trunk so essentially how, how does that work uh, uh they whack their really they're being bad yeah so that's uh, crazy <laughs> yeah so it's essentially Whoa. like uh, 
um, some interesting, yeah, whack, whack. Uh, it's, <laughs> interesting, uh, it's interesting to kind of see that and um, get that uh, experience to actually see. So two of the elephants uh, that I was with in Africa have uh, children. And so uh, when their children are misbehaving, sometimes they, um, they do that. So yeah, All right. whack, whack. That's nuts. Um, Jeff Tip ten dollars asked, "Is it true elephants can sense vibrations through the ground?" Yes. So they can actually. Uh, so well, hold up. So they can do what's called they can hear infrasound, which is really low frequencies. And so if you think of listening to like uh, uh, really bassy music, um, at, they can d hear those. Uh, uh, sounds and what that actually allows them to do is to communicate uh like miles away from each other and so they can hear these different sounds that they make and i believe they make the sounds by essentially like rumbling um maybe their stomach and it makes a sound that other elephants can um kind of identify with but they're able to i believe also detect storms from what? several miles away uh i think thunderstorms I think elephants uh, can detect storms. What the heck? I didn't know that. That's so crazy. Elephants can sense rain up to 150 miles away, even predicting when it's rainy season. What? <laughs> yeah. 150 can... miles away? Yeah. So they're better than our meteorologists. But, okay, sorry. That was kind of sad. Oh, but, my God. Um... <laughs> but that's yeah. insane. Yeah. So... Oh my gosh. Okay. Um, good question. I'm glad you asked that question because I wouldn't have asked and I, I wouldn't have, I wouldn't have thought of that because I'd never even heard of that. That's so cool. Um, another really good question. Um, Danny with $10. Thank you. He said, um, got here late. Sorry if this already been asked. Um, is there an explanation for African elephants having two fingers at the tip of their trunk while Asian elephants only have one? Is it a difference in diet or is it just an evolutionary change? So, so I think that it's, it's both. So I believe the reason is, is so, uh, Asian elephants don't, um, need to essentially, uh, like if you think of, uh, getting an apple off of a tree, mm -hmm. right. Uh, you kind of need your opposable thumb in order to, uh, uh, get the, uh, get the apple off, um, off its stem. And so I believe, uh, African elephants, uh, if, I don't know which way the evolution went if, uh, African elephants develop the second uh, finger or if uh, it but um, I believe it's they have utilized it um, to eat and Asian elephants do not actually need um, the utilization. So there's several differences between Asian and African elephants, uh, including the finger on the end of their trunk. A lot of people talk about, you know, their ears, how African elephants have the ears that look like Africa. And you can also tell by uh, the color of their trunk. So Asian elephants will have like some pink uh, pigmentation um, and like coloring on their uh, trunk and their head. And but there's a bunch of different uh, ways. The primary way for females is female African elephants have tusks and uh, female Asian elephants do not. However, recently, because of I believe they believe because of poaching, um, there have been some male elephants that have been born without tusks so uh wait and because of poaching because of, and they believe because of poaching i think is essentially uh these uh 
elephants that have smaller tusks um, do better. No way. And yeah, so uh, that's something that's really, really sad. That's that's nuts. I didn't realize that it had been. Well, I guess yeah. I didn't think about it well, I mean, going on yeah, for so, that long enough for that to happen. Like, yeah, like I said, ninety percent in the last hundred years. So uh, their their populations rap had has been rapidly decreasing. Ninety percent in the last hundred years, guys. That's crazy. Five mil to uh, five hundred thousand. Oh my gosh. Okay, that I don't really know how to segue out of that. Um, but Sanex just tipped three dollars and asked if baby elephants suck their trunks like a thumb. <laughs> uh, so they so the keepers um at uh. At the trust, um, they'll actually, uh, that's something that they, um, they do before the elephants go to bed. So some Wait, of their, really? so, yeah, some of their stuff on Twitter, you can see, el- um, some of the keepers will let the baby elephants, uh, suck on their thumbs before, um, they go to bed because it makes them feel like they're feeding. So, oh, okay. That makes sense. Yeah. I guess. So I guess. Yeah. Wow. Baby elephants are so cute. Oh my god. They are. <laughs> did you get to did adorable. you get to see any in Africa? Uh yeah, so I got to actually uh hang out with here, let me see if I can just uh I got to hang out with um a baby and um feed a baby named Bella. I might be able to send you can I send pictures on Yeah, you can send me pictures on Discord. Hold on. Whoa. Look at that. You <laughs> That's crazy. So this, how old is this elephant? Do you know? Uh, Bella is two and a half years old, I believe. Uh, or maybe she was about to have her uh, third birthday. So, I mean, that's kind of a, uh, uh, yeah, so um, kind of a baby uh, baby elephant. And to wow. give you some size difference in terms of, uh, where is, is this it? Uh, yeah, that's, um... This is Michelle, I believe. Yeah, here we go. And then this is me with a, a adult male. Oh my gosh. So there's a little bit of a size difference. Um, yeah, no kidding. A, so I think that male's 25. And so uh, only about seven, or I think, yeah, I think, no, he's, he's about eight feet. And they can grow up to be about 12 feet tall. Um, as they get older, because like we said, um, they can grow up to sixty or seventy years old. Wow, you look, you look kind of scared. <laughs> no, you look happy. Uh, I was. <laughs> you were scared. I was. They were like, "Smile, Andrew." <laughs> and I was like, "That's okay. awesome." So, uh, That's awesome. So, oh my gosh. Oh yeah, the voice crack. Yes, my voice has been cracking since. Uh, I'm so um, sorry you're reading chat. Most guests uh, don't even great. bother, but I'm I'm impressed that you've been able to keep up pretty well with it. Stop reading chat, bro. Sorry, man. Uh, <laughs> but what one thing that I wanted to uh, one thing that I wanted to let people know is somebody asked, "Are all elephants gray?" And so if you've ever seen uh, you've seen videos of elephants throwing dust on them, so that's actually how they cool off. Uh-huh. Is so elephants cool off. Uh, say try hard Andrew oh my god um but most uh 
uh, most elephants will essentially throw dust on themselves and that's how they can cool off. And so they either cool off using that or they uh, will flap their ears back and forth and they have a bunch of blood vessels uh, in... Um, like a rabbit. A bunch of blood, yeah. They <laughs> okay. have a bunch of blood vessels um, in their ears and so they'll pump blood through that and then um, by flapping their ears, they're able to cool off. And so a way that uh, scientists use to identify elephants is the back of their ears the blood vessels is kind of like a fingerprint so not no two elephants have the same so using camera traps when they're observing elephants they can essentially look at those uh, blood vessels and that will uh and that's how they can help identify them so huh that's cool i never thought about that either that's so interesting um chat thank you for for that do you do you watch twitch because you you play games uh Video yeah games. i do you do yeah, watch I was, twitch I was, yes I do. okay so he knows you guys <laughs> yeah, yeah, we can I relax do. i was talking to he said that yesterday he spent the whole day playing video games because he had a week with his exams so you guys you thought you got him but you didn't okay yeah. <laughs> all right i appreciate that um yeah it's uh this this podcast is relatively new you're the well, I guess, is it relatively new now, guys? You're the 12th guest, um, which is kind of new. Okay. Um, so, like, three months? Yeah. Um, and most of the guests that we have on here are not familiar with the platform um, and with chat and and uh, Twitch, you know, as, as a whole, so. Oh, yeah, I've been, oh, man, I don't remember when I started um, watching streamers on twitch so probably in my back in my league of legends days but uh but yeah so um and then good old warcraft 3 so cool yeah can you what was that question i want to read it but i feel like you're lying um he i'm considering a ph math can you ask him about the rigors of phd Ooh. oh boy that's fun um so uh important part in looking at um if you're wanting to get your so phd in math is that what i think so is what he was asking so what a lot of times you have to do is you go through these things called qualifying exams which are seeing if you're qualified to get um a phd and so it's usually about the subjects um that your research is most about and so mine are, are essentially about physics and math and so that's what um this week and last week were but uh, i mean uh, PhDs can take anywhere from five to some. I know some people have taken twelve years. So, oh my um, gosh, I could never. Yeah. <laughs> I'm finishing I'm up my. I'm, I'm finishing up my senior year, and I, 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 I'm over it. <laughs> I cannot yeah. imagine doing twelve years. That is insane. That's so, crazy. Yeah. All right. Good question. Um. Of high school, not graduating. I am gonna graduate. Um. So so how how long do you have then to? So I've been here a year and a half, and I will graduate hopefully in three to four years. So hopefully it'll take me about five to five and a half years, and I hope to eventually wow. um, go back and teach. So that's kind of my um, that's kind of my end goal. So um, so yeah. Cool. That was gonna be my next question. Um, his channel. Do you? Do you have, do you stream by chance? No. Okay. Oh, that's, no. Okay. No. Um, you can follow his Instagram here. Let me link you guys. 
Um, I should have made a chat for this, but or a command for this. But... Oh man, no. Or not your Instagram. I'm sorry, your Twitter. Um, there you go. Yeah. So I do not. No, I do not. Uh, I do not stream. Well, that's probably for the best. Um, what? Out of curiosity, what streamers do you watch, or did you watch? Uh. So. Oh man. So mainly right now. Uh. Wait, I didn't mean that's for the best because you'd be a bad streamer. I mean because streaming, it, that's not what I meant. That's not what I meant. I'm sorry. I um, would be a bad streamer. Continue, um, me too. But, so, um, I've watched a lot of, uh, so I, I never really got into Fortnite, but I watched um, Dr. Lupo and Tim the Tapman probably a few years ago, and then I've um, watched uh, some of... Uh, um, I play StarCraft now, and so I've watched just some of the StarCraft uh, uh, StarCraft channels and things like that. So like Serral and um, the different uh, the different pros and stuff like that. So yeah. Cool, neat. All right, well, guys, any any more questions before we close up here? We're at one thousand one hundred and sixty-eight dollars. Nick with twenty gifted subs out of nowhere. Thank you so much. Oh wow! Holy that's cow! Awesome. That's insane. Um, do you have any published, do you have any papers that they can read? So, uh, wow, you sound like um, my advisor. I'm sorry. Uh, no, you're fine. Uh, but, so I'm, uh, uh, we're working on getting some stuff out right now. And so uh, I can, I can send uh, those papers and stuff like that to you when they've been, uh, they've been published. And something that's cool that we're also working on is kind of like trying to do a new version of, uh, if uh, everybody in your chat remembers, doing a new version of Zoo Books. <gasps> oh my gosh. For elephants. So I doing love those. Um, where uh, where people uh, people could essentially do, uh, look at and like just kind of a, a book that you can um, have. And man, I'm, what am I, 24 years old and I still love um, stuff like that. So it'd be cool to kind of make a new version, uh, new version of Zoo Books or something like that. That's so, so cool. Do you remember Zoo Books? You. Do you remember Zoo Books? I memorized the commercial. Come do <laughs> it. My boyfriend's here. He's he streams as well. No, no, this is your show. No, no, no you're no. good. I'm inviting you. <laughs> oh, I'm nervous. I don't like streaming. God no. Okay. Never mind. What is your boyfriend stream? What do you stream? What do I stream? Yeah. Uh, that's actually a good question. <laughs> I don't know if I can. <laughs> that's a good question. Um. He likes Smite. You don't think? Uh, oh, yeah, I like Smite. <laughs> I can't hear what he's saying. Yeah. Yo. <laughs> All right. Um, Anonymous, thank you for the $3. Um, okay, Zoobooks. That's awesome. Um, so I'll, I'll let yeah. you guys know. But you can you can follow him on Twitter. Um, I'm sure you can stay up to date there. Um, yeah. And is there... I mean... No, go ahead. Okay. Sorry. I was just going to say, so... Uh... And also, like, if you're um, uh, in Atlanta and stuff like that, uh, the zoo, uh, Atlanta Zoo has a brand new um, habitat for uh, the elephants. And so, I mean, if you're ever uh, in Atlanta, um, if anyone in your chat's in Atlanta, it's a really, uh, oh, some of your chat's in Atlanta, um, then uh, then it's a really cool, uh, really cool thing to, to do. So. That's awesome. Um 
There you go, Chad. Now you know. Nick with $77.77. And I do need a new haircut, so I appreciate your chat for letting me know that. I'm really sorry. <laughs> um, see, it really is just better if you don't read it, but it's also cool that you understand it. So I give and take. Um, is there anything else that you want to talk about um, before before we close up here or chat anymore? What was his favorite zoo book? What was my favorite? It was it was it was uh, elephants. But I was gonna elephants. say um, one of the things I can't really? talk about. I didn't... Yeah, I have it here. Does he memorize the commercial? Oh shit! I I have not memorized oh. the commercial. <laughs> Apparently. Did he memorize the commercial though? He said no. No. Does he know the first part of the commercial? I, I don't. Now your child can visit steamy jungles, grassy plains, and the dark depths of the ocean to meet and learn surprising facts about the magnificent animals that live there, all through the captivating, colorful pages of zoo books. <laughs> all right. <laughs> that's what that's what he should stream. Is he should just stream this the intro to zoo books every single day. That you know, it's pretty similar. I think you do a good job. All right. Um, anybody, anybody but else was, with, with questions? I was gonna. I was gonna say I can talk a little bit Ask about pandas. People. Yeah. I think one person. One person asked about pandas like uh, pseudo pseudo thumb earlier. Uh huh. Um, and so pandas actually are a really weird animal because people don't really understand. Um, so they eat a ton of bamboo, which is this thing that everyone knows about pandas. Um, but uh, they're actually omnivores, so they're meant to eat um, uh, meat as well, but they don't really. So uh, bamboo's so uh, bad, or I guess so um, hard to digest. Uh, mm -hmm. Pandas have like one of the best days ever because they spend, I think, like 50% of their time sleeping, 45% of their time eating, and 5% of their time doing um, everything else. What? So, <laughs> That's yes. crazy. Oh my gosh, we! I'm always surprised when people come on and say that kind of thing about animal. We had a we had a uh, a big cat, another PhD student um, who's studying big cat genomics. She said lions sleep like 22 hours a day or something. Yeah, they're just so, insane. Especially male lions are are uh, are lazy. Um, they're super lazy, but um, because female lions are the ones that um, actually go out and. Um, do do the hunting and things like that. Right. So, yeah. So no, how they're, they're lazy? Do you do stuff with giant panda conservation? How are they doing out there? Uh, so they just got. Uh, oh, I'm gonna get the. But they essentially just got downgraded on the um, on the what is that IUCN world scale. So they went from I think uh, um, endangered to vulnerable. So their their nice. population's increasing. Um, and a large part of that is due to conservation efforts. Cool. Um, they're working with their habitats in, in China. But yeah, so they, uh, they're, I think, I believe, a flagship species for conservation. Nice. So, yeah. That's awesome. We don't get to hear stuff like that very often on this podcast. <laughs> so I appreciate yeah. that. That's really it's, cool. Uh, it's good to hear. But, um, but yeah, they're, they're a really, um, they're the, they're very interesting. They roll. They're one of the only animals that rolls. So I'm sure you've probably seen. I've seen videos of that. Videos of uh, them. They're uh, rolling around and stuff like that. But yeah, they're. I mean, it's pretty cool uh, to do uh, research with them. So I have, I think, 15 
um, undergraduates uh, in um, the different classes that I uh, TA for, and they're all working on these human elephant conflict and uh, and panda conservation projects. So. There's another question that came up in chat is, I'm sorry, I, I, I don't mean to laugh at this. He said, can you ask if pandas are stupid? I don't mean that sarcastically. I'm genuinely curious if the problems with them not reproducing or eating the correct diets are because they're not intelligent animals or not evolving properly, or is it just human interference? I believe they're just very lazy animals because okay. they don't have uh, many, uh, what's the term, um, like apex predators. Uh -huh. So I don't think they have a lot of competitions. So I believe they've just gotten lazy over time. But I don't know a ton about uh, panda biology. We're mainly looking, uh, um, we're mainly looking at uh, if, God, your chat is... Amazing. it's distracting uh, <laughs> right. but uh, we're mainly looking at how they uh how they're climbing so okay yeah. well that's awesome um so we should start eating pandas no i don't think that that's um the the point here um thank you Sinek. uh okay well that's really exciting we we don't get to hear we don't get to hear that often i yep. love hearing that so um, um and they uh and so actually i'm getting to go next week um to uh to see the pandas um in where china. at in china what yeah that's so, so cool should be uh should be cool so um going um next week and uh for to go to like the international conference of uh the international conference of giant uh panda breeding and conservation so in Chengdu, which is in the sichuan province wow uh, yeah so it should be really cool that's awesome for you um so one question about the rolling why like is that for fun for transportation for for what do you know <laughs> you don't know uh, they I just think, roll i think they're uh it's a really i mean it doesn't really make a lot of sense but i think it might be um they figured out that that's a easier way to move around i'm not really <laughs> Okay, cool. I'm not really sure. They, uh, yeah, they seem they seem a little uh, different. So. All right. Well, that's neat. Do I have any pets? So, here, one second. Pause chat. So I don't have pets, but. Um. So one of my lab mates has a tarantula. Oh, what kind of tarantula is that? I think it's called like a pink-haired tarantula. Uh, so, uh, yeah. So it's actually um, a good little prank that we have in our lab that if people come in, we ask if they like spiders. And um, if they say no, then we'll usually uh, show uh, show them the spider. So nice. we've, gotten, we've gotten a few people um, with that. But, yeah, that, so we have two tarantulas and then actually an oxalotl. Uh, what? Back in. what is that? It's like a, a Mexican salamander or me Mexican. Uh, they're kind of blind. Uh, it's, yeah, oxal. You can Google A X O L T L, I think. Ox A X L T L. A X O L T L. A -X -O -L -T -L. I've never, I yeah. could not. Oh, that's what that's, this is called? Yeah, it's an oxalotl. 
So Did you guys know what these that? were? I've seen these for sure. I just didn't they know that's what they were like called. They look like a Pokemon. They I, do. I, yeah, they look like a Pokemon. That's what I think every time. They're beautiful. I love that. Oh my gosh, I love them. Yeah, that's so, so their gills are, are really pretty. But yeah, so yeah, our oxalotl is the key to everlasting life. The, they uh, they are the key to. Can you explain that? <laughs> no, 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 that was just the title of the article. So. Oh, okay. I thought you were just saying that. I was like, are right. they really? Um, so, uh, so yeah. So that we have, um, but we have some some uh, different uh, different stuff in here. So but that yeah, so. that is a that's a good question. Somebody just asked if you do you know who Irab two two one is? I do not. Okay, never mind. Sorry. Um, okay, so chat. Any other questions that we have? Somebody asked. L. Yeah. Don't worry about it. Okay. Um, uh, that's a long question. Guys, $1,253. Um, yeah, wait, do, do elephants have any natural, like, what are the natural predators of elephants, or are there any? So, if you've ever seen Planet Earth, uh, it talks a little bit about how when lions are really starving, a group of lionesses will... Um, will go for elephants, but really the only thing that's, I guess, desperate enough is big cats. So um, that's mainly, I, I don't think cheetahs do, but, um, um, and uh, what is it? Not, is it, what's the other big cat? Is it panthers? Uh, uh, but I think it's mainly groups of lionesses that, uh, that do. Yes, oxalotls are also critically endangered, um, as somebody said, but, uh, but yeah, so um, it's that's uh, I think the only thing um, that does. But humans are definitely uh, their biggest um, biggest threat. Yeah. Okay. Um, so last two dono questions here, guys. Um, Dionysus, I'm sorry I missed this earlier. He said, "I've seen videos of elephants using their trunk to smack people around. Is that what they would use to attack humans?" I don't, I don't really know. So if elephants are threatened, a lot of times what they'll do is they'll curl their trunks up um, and they'll do, uh, they'll um, bat their ears and they'll do like a warning charge. Mm -hmm. um, but uh, I don't, I don't uh, believe so. Uh, but I, but I, that is, I think one of their primary defense mechanisms is their tusks as well as um, their trunks. So, but they're also massive. So I think males can um, get to like twelve thousand pounds and above. So twelve thousand pounds. pounds. Yeah. So the thirty-year-old male um, that I've met is, I think, ten thousand pounds, and uh, that's only mid-age. So uh, he'll still keep growing. But uh, but yeah. Guys, so. for if this is any sort of reference, my horse that you guys have seen pictures of, he's like twelve hundred pounds. So that's crazy. Um, and then last dono, Nick, or I'm sorry, Nuck with $50 again. Um, awesome. Oh, it's not a question. I'm sorry. You just said, I hope this helps with charity. Love you guys. Thank you so much. That's awesome. Um, okay, guys, thank you so much for the really, really good questions. You guys have been so great with questions lately. There was a lot of other stuff in there too, but it's it was a good time. Thank you so much for being here. Um, I appreciate that. And Andrew, thank you so much for, for being here at the end of your super long week. Um, no problem. I, I really appreciate this and, and it'll be really cool to, to donate all of this. And thanks to, thanks to all your, uh, 
<laughs> thanks to all your uh, all your wonderful people in chat. So appreciate yeah. appreciate your chat and uh, pog champ to all y'all. So. Every <laughs> everybody that donated, thank you so much, and you guys for watching and asking questions and hanging out. Thank you, thank you, thank you. I appreciate that. And you got a bunch of pog champs for that. There you yeah. go. Okay. <laughs> Awesome. Um, thank you so much. I'll be in touch. Oh, um, we have something for you. It's, hang on. Citrus, as always, with the beautiful, wonderful, thank you card. I don't know if you have my stream open right now, do you? I do have your stream okay. open. This is for you from the viewers. Citrus, thank you so much for making this. I will send you this cute thank you card. It has some names of, of some donators and some viewers on it. Um, that's awesome and i'll tweet this out today and with with the amount that we raised today for sheldrick that's awesome you guys thank you so much citrus hearts smiles whatever in chat for citrus thank, thank you for citrus. doing this every week um you're the best i you. really appreciate that yeah. and thank you for doing um these awesome conservation casts so this is awesome to raise charity for these different uh these different orgs and i know you've had different people from different uh that do research with different parts of the animal kingdom so yeah really cool we've one. done so much cool learning on here it's awesome yeah. we're super lucky um, and and if you have any like seriously if people have uh follow-up questions and stuff like that uh feel free to shoot me a tweet uh and stuff like that and um i'll uh i'll try and answer so um sorry i'm not a sorry i'm not a streamer and i can't stream uh my shitty gameplay but uh but yeah no that's awesome good so there's beach just linked his twitter you guys go follow his twitter um it's really cool he's got he's got really cool posts on there good luck in china that is so cool um thank you i, I look and forward I'll to seeing some post stuff a, post, a, post a picture so. okay awesome and Miz just said you were um his favorite guest that I've had on here. So. But you play League. So congratulations. And not Smite. He doesn't really play League I, anymore. I don't. I haven't played League in a while. But he hasn't played League in a while. You said he played yesterday. Been... I did not. I thought you, after a week of stress, Andrew went into League of Legends, probably a bronze. And... What? Stop. No. Did you say after, that? After yeah. he played oh, video no. games yesterday. Oh, no. bronze oh. Yeah. I wait, actually wait, don't wait, I don't even know if Smite has leagues, so I don't actually know how Smite works. But he doesn't um, know how Smite works. Nuck just took another fifty dollars. I don't think we made Smite. How Smite works? Let's be real. And we'll, we'll have a podcast about that later. We'll talk. <laughs> um, yeah, Nuck, you can you can open with Zoo Books. So you can open with Zoo Books. What? You can open the podcast with Zoo Books. What does that mean? You can do your Zoo Books intro, your commercial. Oh, perfect. Nuck tipped $50 just to say, can you tell Mizzy I love him? So, thank you, well, Nuck, again. Really appreciate that. Um, but no, the, the, I, the, Wait, the does he like Timotatman? Yeah, he does. Yo, you know is, what? Hang on one second. Let me get call? you. No, is he's he not. He's not drinking what? He's not drinking that on he's, the podcast. Tim the Tapman got me into White Claws. <laughs> wait, 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 wait. I'm going to make it so that you can Me, me and Timmy go way back. I uh, I saw him the other day. He he uh, invited me to his house. I, he had a refrigerator. Of White Claws? Yeah. He's actually, yeah. That's... And he's like, dude, have some White Claws. I'm like, you know what? I'm going to tell my boy Andrew about this. He's going to love this story. You, didn't, you just don't like obeying the laws, do you? Wait, what's wrong? What's wrong with white claws? No, there's just no. They're not white trunks, dude. It's fine. He, did you hear what he said? No. He said there's no laws when you're drinking claws. Oh. 
Andrew, it's true. The... It's true. I hear that all the time in school. Andrew, when was the last time you got white girl wasted? Stop. Okay, enough. Well, enough. That's it's a enough. question. It's enough. What's someone in chat has to ask? Okay. Thank you so much for your time. I really, really appreciate it. Um, you guys, thank you so much for being here. Nuck with the. There are a lot of huge donors today, guys. A five hundred dollar donation today. Absolutely insane. Um, yeah. And we so, ended. We ended today. Awesome. Yeah, we ended today at, at one thousand three hundred and fifty-eight dollars. Um, so thank you so much, you guys. I will send you this card. Um, I will. I'll add to the tweet that I did earlier today. Thank you so much for your time. Um, I yeah. hope I hope you get to play more games and, and relax and then go see some cool pandas and go go have a great time. That's uh, that's the that's the plan. So thank you to everybody and again and I think you talked about it, but um, the trust does uh, um, where you can essentially adopt um, uh, either a elephant or a rhino um, and stuff like that of what they've trusted uh, of what they've sa- uh, the animals they saved, but. I recommend following them on Twitter uh, if you like elephants um, or just all the African um, uh, African animals because they work on uh, on that. So yeah, you can. So someone in chat asked, yeah. So they uh, they also save uh, rhinos that um, are orphans. So they save um, all animals and stuff like that that they can. And so their keepers work with um, uh, mainly, I believe, uh, African mammals um, that they've saved. So Wait, how much is it to adopt one? Um. For as little right. as fifty dollars a year, what is what it says on their homepage there? Yeah. Yeah, and so usually, oh, uh, cool. if you adopt uh, if you adopt an animal, they'll send you uh, monthly updates on how uh, how the animals are are doing and how they're um, uh, acquainting to the environment um, there. But you can see on their on their homepage that I believe they've saved uh, two hundred almost two hundred and fifty. Uh, orphans. That's and, uh, so cool. Oh, can I get one? And, and oh, you see they have the veterinary cases and um, the mobile de-snaring teams, and that's kind of what we're talking about with uh, uh, with how they're saving elephants from uh, the different snares and stuff. That's really cool. Cool. Alright, well, well, guys, there it's linked in chat. You can still do command org. Um, thank you so much, Andrew. I will, make sh- I will send you all of that stuff. Appreciate it. Thanks, chat. All right. Have a good rest of your night. Yeah. Enjoy your white claws. Thank you. (laughs) Bye.